So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So this episode is going to be about intermittent fasting once again. I think the last time, but still I think it's quite an interesting topic and quite an um, yeah useful and valuable content uh, topic as well. <laughs> By the way, funny fact, I'm just in my fasting phase, so I haven't been eating since quite 8 p.m. yesterday and now it is half past nine. Uh, today I've actually woken up at... woken up? Yeah, I've, I've woken up at 6 a.m. and I've got up at 6.30. So so I've been up for, for quite a bit now and it feels great. You know, I really like just waking up earlier, just doing something earlier, just being productive earlier just to do the just so that I, you know, get everything done, you know, I like it way, way, way fucking more than just getting up at 10, 10 a.m. and going to bed at, I don't know, 2 a.m., like this cycle, I, I really don't like this, I don't also feel that well when I'm doing this, and I just, you know, feel very unproductive and, and quite bad, but I just like waking up and nobody's there, and nobody's just actually doing something, well, just my father is actually, you know, he's up pretty early as well, but I'm usually up and then I sit there, which is also good um, because of the intermittent fasting that I just can get up and straight ahead go ahead with my work. It's just amazing, you know, I'm just really fucking productive, even though today's productivity might have been better or could have been better actually. Um, I've been doing the post so far, but I've actually never ever recorded so fucking early, which is amazing, which is totally great. And yeah, yeah, um, I think we'll just go ahead. I've actually um, read a bit about intermittent fasting, intermittent fasting yesterday. By the way, follow my fucking Instagram. It is down there. You can see it here. Here's a little, it's called slider actually, I guess. And yeah, and all the other links should be down in the description. So please follow or I'll, yeah, never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, and I feel pretty good, to be honest. You know, I've actually thought like, okay, you know, when I'm not eating something, I'm getting just very hangry and just really getting just unconcentrated and whatsoever, but I just am fucking concentrated. You know, I'm just really doing well in terms of the speaking and in terms of being actually, I think, a little bit more energetic. I guess it could be better, but I don't fucking know. I really don't fucking know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And I'm in a pretty good mood, to be honest, which is amazing, which is amazing for the recording as well. And I do just really fucking hope that the recording is going to be just good in terms of the quality, not in terms of me, in terms of the quality. But yeah, um, yesterday I've actually left out just the last fasting schedule and I've been also reading um, reading some things on the, uh, yeah, the leangains.com website that he also mentioned and um, yeah, there you can also find some other information about why you should fast, the health benefits, the training benefits and all these things. Um, well, more training benefits than the health benefits. Um, I've also looked up the health benefits pretty quickly on healthline.com. I don't know, you know, I often think like this website is quite good. On the other hand, I also think like, okay, it's just not good. 
because I don't know, you know, they just often talk about things that could be and that, you know, the possibility is there, which is like, okay, you know, like, yeah, the possibility is there, but that, you know, doesn't give me any value or just, well, you know, what should I do with this information? But still, yeah, it is just also good to know what could be the thing, you know, if people would actually do the research or if people would actually do better or more or just more extended research. But yeah, um, and there are also other um, fasting schedules yeah, on this website. So there's, for example, I think the warrior schedule where you do practically eat nothing only for four hours or something or six hours this is your eating time and your fasting time is just the rest or something and then there is also another one that is like okay you know you're fasting but you're allowed to eat fruits and and other little stuff i guess so it's basically not fasting but yeah i think i'll just go ahead and we will see what comes around so weekly no i've read that (laughs) alternate day intermittent fasting so alternate day I should pronounce everything a little bit more clearly, I guess. So, alternate day intermittent fasting incorporates longer fasting periods on alternating days throughout the weeks. For example, in the graphic below, you would eat dinner on Monday night and then not eat again until Tuesday evening. On Wednesday, however, you would eat all day and then start the 24-hour fasting cycle again after dinner on Wednesday evening. This allows you to get longer fast periods on a consistent basis while also eating at least one meal every day of the week. Which is good, I guess, you know, which is, I think, pretty... I guess, you know, with all these schedules, there must be something for you, you know, for everyone that is actually viewing this episode, for everyone that is listening, watching, I don't fucking care, there just must be something for you. And, you know, if there is not something for you, you can also just think about a schedule for yourself. You know, I don't know how just scientifically backed, you know, all these schedules are. I guess somehow they are. At least I hope. Uh, I hope. I think, yeah, I hope. (laughs) I don't know, but I really hope. Um, But I guess, yeah, you know, there must be something for you. So this style of intermittent fasting seems to be used often in research studies, but from what I've seen, it isn't very popular in the real world. I've never tried alternate day fasting myself and I don't plan to do so. The benefit of alternate, alternate day in the median intermittent fasting is that it gives you a longer time in the fast state than the lean, gale style, the lean gains style of fasting. Um, hypothetic, hypothetically, this would increase the benefits of fasting. In practice, however, I would be concerned with eating enough. Based on my experience, teaching yourself to consistently eat more is one of the harder parts of intermittent fasting, which is actually the truth, you know, and I think this is actually one of the things that I just really struggle with, you know, when it comes up to just gaining weight, you know. I really don't eat, well, I eat a lot, but I do not eat a lot of calories, you know. It would be just totally something different if I would just eat sweets, if I would just eat some some unhealthy shit, you know, then I would just totally just gain weight, I guess, but I'm not doing it because I'm just concerned about my health and I just want to feel good and want to feel just, well, healthy as well. And I'm not going to feel healthy if I'm just eating sweets all day long just to get my fucking calories, which is actually funny because I have, I don't know when it was, I don't know who it was, but it was definitely just some some bodybuilding uh, sports channel or something. And he said that, uh, some time ago, it wasn't really about health, you know, the whole bodybuilding game was not really about health, like, okay, you know, if you just 
look at their steroid use. Yeah, uh, it could be a little obvious, but, you know, also in terms of the eating, you know, and also in terms of the food that you're just intaking, they haven't been just really being concerned about their health, you know, they just actually only wanted their calories and just get enough calories and whatsoever, and they've just eaten everything, at least this was his style, you know, back in the days, but nowadays everything is more about health and just well-being and being healthy and just being in in best shape and also just in the best health condition you can ever be, which is great, I guess, you know, I just really like the switch of behavior, I guess, it is amazing. Because, yeah, you know, steroid use obviously is not good. Just eating healthy all day long is not good. Yeah, I think there's just a lot of things that people are doing that are not good. Um, Even though I also do just have to say, it always comes up to the person. And it always comes up to what you can do and what you cannot do. You know, for example, I'm actually uh, fructose intolerant. Or there is a fructose intolerance that I'm having. Um... You know, at least I've had it when I was a little bit younger. So I think, well, 10 years ago or something, it was just, you know, quite extreme and and insane also. Um, You know, I just always uh, had some, is it cramps? I don't fucking know. I just had had some issues with uh, my tummy, with my gut actually. And yeah, yeah which was not something nice, and I guess, you know, if it's just also lactose intolerance, if it is actually the word, I don't fucking know, um, then uh, it wouldn't be the best idea to just eat and drink a lot of milk, even though, you know, hypothetically or theoretically, if people would say, okay, it is healthy, you shouldn't do it either, or you shouldn't do it anyway, because you're intolerant to it, you know, you, you should just not eat it. And I think it is just, well, you do just have to monitor how you're feeling. You do just have to monitor your well-being, how your body is feeling, if you are just energized, if something is wrong, if something is just not normal, abnormal actually. (laughs) So yeah, I think it just really is another point um, where I do just have to say we are all individuals. We really are, fortunately, because if we would be all just the same, it would just be fucking boring, I guess. Um, let's fucking see. Um, so you might be able to, I'm here by the way, just here. Um, you might be able to feast, feast, fast, feast, feast, feast for a meal, but learning to do so every day of the week takes a little bit of planning, a lot of cooking and consistent eating. The end result is that most people who try intermittent fasting and end up losing some weight because the size of the meals remains similar, even though a few meals are being cut out, cut out each week. If you're looking to lose weight, this isn't a problem. And even if you are happy with your weight, this won't prove to be too much of an issue if you follow the daily fasting or weekly fast fasting schedules. However, if you're fasting for 24 hours per day on multiple days per week, then it's going to be very difficult to eat enough of your feast days to make up for that. So as a result, I think it is a bad idea to try daily intermittent fasting or a single 24-hour fast once per week or once per month. Um, I guess so as well, because, you know, I do think, not only for me, but for a lot of people, it is actually pretty difficult to just eat enough, you know, at least for those people that do not want to lose weight, you know, for those people that just want to use weight, well, um, it will also come up to their eating habits, because I'm eating healthy, you know, and a lot of just, I assume at least overweight people and, and obese people, 
I guess I'm really not eating healthy. And they just also, you know, especially drinking a lot of calories through soda or through shakes and whatsoever, which is actually something that I thought about a pretty great way to just gain weight, you know, because drinking calories is way easier than eating calories, you know, because, well, let's see, by the way, let's see. Cola. Do I actually get striked for saying like this? Saying something like this? Cola calories. Um, I don't know if I should show you. I just want to show you. Can I? Why is there no... Is it here? I don't fucking know, by the way. Yeah, it is here. Um, let's do it like this. It should be fine. Um, even though it is a little bit dumb, you know, let's actually copy this one and go here and and pass this one. Yeah, here it is. I hope you can see it pretty clearly. But cola seems to have well 38 calories per 100 grams. I think that's actually not true. I don't really think so, to be honest. I really don't. Let's see what they say. Um, it's actually a German site. Well done. Thank you. Um, so one glass of 200 milliliters seems to have 84 calories. You know? And, well, I think this could actually be true. Yeah, it could actually be the truth. But let's see. What is something... Um, what would be something healthy uh, and or something unhealthy that you're eating which also has 100 grams but it's just way harder to consume well hmm burger <laughs> you know the funny thing is i just type in burger and calories oh you can't see yeah now you can see and he just gives me the calories for a random burger like Okay, you know, he says double patty, being tasty. I think it's actually, isn't it actually, uh, okay, hamburger, single patty. Okay, it's still 295. Doesn't this make, doesn't change any fucking thing. Okay, you know, well, I think this is just actually a bad example because, you know, eating a hamburger is actually not that well, not that difficult, or not that just difficult in terms of actually eating this amount of food. But I guess, you know, for example, if you would be eating, let's, how many? Oh, now I get it. Rice. Okay, you know, I think this is just a good example. You know, rice per 100 gram has actually 130, they said, I don't know if it's actually just the truth or not, if it is actually accurate or not. So this is for um, white rice, long grain, and it is cooked. Per 100 gram, it has 130 calories. But still, because of the fact that there is a lot of fiber in it and there are a lot of other things in it which make it way more filling than the Coca-Cola is, you're not going to consume more than, I don't know, 500 grams of rice, you know, for each, you know, plate that you're having, basically, or each portion that you're having. But in terms of um, Coca-Cola, I think that you could definitely just drink 500 milliliters, which would be 38 times 5, 
which okay, which would be 190 just kilo calories or calories, which is just something. You know, even though I've actually thought that cola has way more calories, you know, and also there's just some option um, to drink some calorie-free and sugar-free just cola, which just in the end is way unhealthier than than the original one or the normal quote-unquote one. But yeah. Um, so as a result, I think it is a bad idea to try daily. Okay, I've read that. So frequently, frequently asked questions, concerns, and complaints. Um, there are quite great questions there. I've been gone through it uh, or through them actually on the last episode as well. So I've just read the headlines and just read the questions itself so that I just get a little overview and that you get a little overview as well. I do just have to say some of them are just, you know, pretty dumb and or just pretty like, well, uh, why would you ask something like this? And some of them are just pretty great and pretty reasonable and make sense, I would say. So yeah, I am a woman, should I do anything differently? Um, this is actually one of the questions that I thought like, okay, it actually makes sense to ask this because, you know, if you're on your period, I guess, it wouldn't be the best idea to just not eat something for 24 fucking hours. I wouldn't do so, I guess. You know, it wouldn't make any sense, at least as I'm thinking about it, but but I don't know, you know, I'm not a woman. Maybe I just, you know, talk about stupid shit there or just some, yeah, never mind. So I haven't worked with a woman on implementing an intermittent fasting schedule, so I can speak from experience on this one. That said, I have heard that women may find a wider window of eating to be more favorable when doing daily intermittent fasting, while men will typically fast for 16 hours and then eat for 8 hours. Women may find better results by eating for 10 hours and fasting for 14 hours. The best advice I can give anyone, not just women, is to experiment and see what works best for you. Your body will give you signals. Follow what your body responds favorably to. Well, definitely makes sense. You know, another reason why I always say we are all fucking individuals. And it just really makes sense to monitor how you're feeling, your well-being, if you have some headaches or not, which you know could actually be the case. If you're in a minute fasting, if you're not eating something, if you're not drinking enough you know, could actually be the thing. And, and and or you could have just some other problems like, I don't know, some tummy ache or some some something else. You know, there's just, a, I think, a lot of things that could happen. And also, I guess, something that I've seen in terms of myself, you know, this could actually only be a thing that I struggle with, um, which is actually when I haven't been eating for quite a long time. And I do uh, assume that it's is going to be the same thing today as well. If I haven't been eating a lot uh, for just a longer period of time and then I'm eating something and when I'm then just eating something pretty fucking quickly, I'm not gonna feel good. I'm gonna feel just really fucking bad. You know, I'm gonna feel just like throwing up, I guess it is. Or I just have some tummy ache. This could also be the case. Something like this. So I do just get some problems, which is not good, you know, which is not good for my well-being. It isn't that nice. You know, I guess... Uh, eating slower and eating smaller portions uh, could help, definitely. But, but yeah, but yeah, you know, this is maybe also something that you should uh, check and you should monitor and you should see if it is the case for you. You know, it is the case for me, but uh, really, I don't know. Like, it is me, could be differently for you or different for you, but yeah, could also be the same for you. So, yeah. So we've actually been having just great weather 
today, until now, unfortunately. But yeah. Um, so also if you're a female, there is an all-female page on Facebook that discusses intermittent fasting. I'm sure you could find a ton of great answers and support here. So there's a link. Sorry for not showing you. So there's a link to the female page. I guess it could just definitely be quite good. And I guess on the leangains.com website, there's also just some, some female section. Or it is actually the uh, female page of or from the leangains.com website. Um, which seems actually be the inventor of of intermittent fasting. I don't know if this is true. I've only read it on on his page actually. But yeah, I know people talk a lot. So I could never skip breakfast. How do you do it? I don't. Breakfast foods are my favorite, so I just eat them at 1 p.m. each day. Also, if you eat a big dinner the night before, I think you'll be surprised by how much energy you have in the morning. So also if you, if you eat a big dinner that night before, I think you'll be surprised by how much energy you have in the morning. Most of the worries or concerns that people have about intermittent fasting are due to the fact that they have, that they have had it pounded into them by companies that they need to eat breakfast or they need to eat every three hours or so on. And so on. Which, you know, I've actually always thought that eating breakfast makes sense or is, you know, the most important meal in the morning. Um, but I just really get as well that, you know, probabilities are high that companies are just manipulating us. Companies are just, you know, telling us to do something so that they make more money. Well, yeah, you know, it has always been a case also with cigarettes, you know. Um, women haven't been smoking a lot until I think it was Oglevi. Oglevi you know, this, this very famous marketer, he actually invented the cigarettes for the women. Because um, at this point in time, it wasn't, it, it was for sure not very common for, for women to smoke. And, um, you know, it was just something by society. You know, society said like, okay, women are not allowed to smoke. But uh, Oglevi, if I remember correctly, I know this could also be just some wrong information, I'm just assuming. I don't know, but I think it was actually him, and he just really felt bad afterwards, because he has seen, uh, like, okay, you know, this causes cancer, you know, because of me, probably a lot of people will die, and so on, which is not good, like, it's really not good, but um, I think it was like, okay, you know, he just made some, some, uh, some advertisements, I think it was posted, you know, back in the days, it's Probably were posters, yeah, I guess. And, you know, on a poster there was a woman with... I think there was also just a specific dress she was wearing. Something that was somehow just correlated to the uh, to the society and or the woman and the woman's clothing. Um, but something was going on. Something very specific and something very, very clever. So in the end, you know, just a lot of people started and a lot of women started smoking as well. Which, you know, in the end is not really good or wasn't really good for the company and for, I think, Marlboro actually did this campaign. For them, it was just totally fine, totally great. And, but I also do have to say in terms of the kind of ethical, ethnical, is it ethnical or ethical? I think it's ethical. Um, for the ethical and moral kind of concerns that Oglevi may have had afterwards, they didn't know. Like, they clearly didn't know that it actually was something so bad 
that it caused cancer uh, and or it still causes cancer and so on. So there wasn't a lot of research. I think there was actually no research. People were only kind of just interested in the money they get from or the companies only were interested in the money they get from the people buying their stuff. And of course, they just were advertising it and just promoting it and, and whatsoever. But yeah, actually, I should maybe marketer who got woman to smoke. <laughs> if I find something like after World War Two, oh, it was actually Bernays. I'm sorry, it was not Oglevi. You know, even though he's still a pretty great marketer. There you can see. So after World War World World War One. Bernays, um, which is actually also the author of a few great books like Propaganda, for example. Um, I've gone through it on the podcast as well. It wasn't a great episode because the summary itself wasn't just wasn't pretty good. So, so yeah. So after World War One, Bernays was hired by the American tobacco company. It was in Marlboro as well. I'm sorry to encourage women to start smoking. While men smoked cigarettes, it was not publicly ex acceptable for women to smoke. Bernays staged a dramatic public display of women smoking during the Easter Day parade in New York. And uh, I think... Oh, it was for Lucky Strikes. Um, uh, he then told the press to accept that women, uh, Seth, whatever this is called, Seth Regists, uh, would light up torches of freedom. Yeah, and now I remember, uh, I think it was, well, you know, let's read it and then I'm gonna talk about it. So during the parade to show to show they were equal to men, like the you have come a long way baby ads, this campaign commodified women's progress and desire to be considered equal to men. Um, and there seems also to be a clip. So cigarettes were a symbol of the penis and the male sexual power, which doesn't make any fucking sense. So women would smoke because it was the t it was then that they would that they would have their own penises. What the fucking hell? You know, who comes to this fucking idea? You know, okay, it is just like a stick. Okay, is it like a stick as well? Who the fuck cares? <laughs> the fuck? But never mind. Um, here are some photographs. Okay, she's smoking. There you can see. It is great. Super trooper. I'm very proud of you for smoking. It is amazing. But yeah, um, it was, as they've already pointed out, okay, it was like, okay, you know, I want to make the woman proud because they're also just are equal to man and whatsoever. And therefore, okay, let's let them smoke. Well, if this is just the best idea or was the best idea, in the end, not uh, for the company or for Lucky Strikes. It actually was just a very good campaign, I guess. It actually was. Um, so I thought you were supposed to eat three uh, every three hours. Um, yeah. So you may have heard people say that you should have six meals per day, which is total bullshit, or eat every three hours or something like that. Here's why this was a popular idea for a brief period of time. Your body burns calories when it is processing food. So the thought behind the more so the thought behind the more meals strategy was that if you ate more frequently, you would also burn more calories throughout the day. Thus, eating more meals should help you lose weight. So here's the problem. 
The amount of calories you burn isn't proportional to the size of the meal your body is processing. It totally is not, you know. You know, you could also just consume just fucking 10 liters of Coca-Cola each day. In terms of the amount, it's gonna be just pretty a lot, you know, you're still consuming a lot of calories, but the thing there is, and I don't know if I'm actually on the right path or if I'm just talking about something else, but the thing is, some Oreos, let's actually see what Oreos have in calories. Oreos, calories, calories, 53 calories. So actually, if we divide 53 divided by 38, quite, I think it is actually, I don't know, I can't do maths actually, but I think it's the double amount. <laughs> no, you said. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty obvious. Did you know that 38, 38 times 2 is actually, well, it's actually more like this or more le- than this. You know, I can't English today, I'm sorry. Well, never mind. But Oreos just is, is I think it's actually 0.5 times as much calories you would consume by the same amount of Oreos, I assume. But it really is not about the fucking amount. It really is not about the weight of the things that you're consuming. It is about the calories. And for sure, some things like sweets, which are just really low in the kind of um, just amount or really low in, in grams, just are really high in fucking calories. And, you know, on the other hand, fruits that might be just really high in just grams or in the amount or whatever you want to talk about are just, on the other hand, just really low in calories or things like, well, oats, not really, but yeah. But let's actually see what he's talking about there. Um, Here's the problem. The amount of calories you burn isn't proportional to the size of the meal your body is processing. So digesting six smaller meals that add up to 2,000 calories burns the same amount of energy as processing two large meals of 1,000 calories each. It doesn't matter if you get your calories in 10 meals or in one meal, you will end up in the same place. As I would have thought so, because it just doesn't change anything. I think I'll, yeah, I think I'll just go through. Um, this is crazy. If I didn't eat for 24 hours, I would fucking die. And I just shone it around like a dumb ass motherfucker. So honestly, I think the mental barrier is the biggest thing that prevents people from fasting because it's really not that hard to do it in practice. Here are a few reasons why intermittent fasting isn't as crazy as you think it is. First, fasting has been practiced by various religious groups for centuries. Medical practitioners have also noted the health benefits of fasting for thousands of years. In other words, fasting isn't some new fad or crazy marketing ploy. It's been around for a long time and it actually works. And as we have seen in the past, I guess, all those things just repeat themselves and repeat themselves and repeat themselves. We have been fasting for just thousands of years, a few thousand years ago, and now it comes again. And now it repeats itself and again and again and again. And then we will forget it again and then it will come again and it will repeat itself again. But yeah, it's been around for a long time and it actually works. Second, fasting seems for foreign to many of us simply because nobody talks about it that much. The reason for this is that nobody stands to to make much money by telling you to not eat their products, not take their 
that's not take the supplements or not buy their goods. In other words, fasting isn't a very marketable topic and so you're not exposed to advertising and marketing on it very often. The result is that it seems somewhat extreme or strange even though it is really not. Third, you've probably already fasted many times even though you don't know it. Have you ever slept in late on the weekends and then had a late brunch? And then had a late brunch? Some people do this every weekend. In situations like these, we often eat dinner the night before and then don't eat until 11 a.m. or noon or even later. And so there is your 16 hours fast and you didn't even think about it. Finally, I would suggest doing one 24-hour fast even if you don't plan on doing intermittent fasting frequently. It's good to teach yourself that you will survive just fine without food for one day. Plus, as I've outlined, with multiple research studies, research studies throughout this article, there are a lot of health benefits of fasting. And this is actually the reason why I'm doing it. You know, I'm always just trying to feel better, be healthier, feel more energetic, uh, be in a better mood, have a better relationship with food, feel more. Like, um, I've actually noticed throughout the workers that I had the past, well, um, I don't know, actually three months, four months, actually maybe more, you know, I'm not as strong as I've used to been, and I don't know, maybe fasting will help me, maybe fasting will actually make it worse, I don't know, I'll see you today, but I'm actually not going to work out in my fasting period, or in my fasting time, or phase, or whatever, because I don't know, you know, I usually work out at 3 p.m., because it's quite quite great time for me, quite great timing for me, um, you know, well, just because, or it's just a habit of mine, I don't know. And the last one is, what are some good resources on intermittent fasting? You can learn a lot about intermittent fasting by reading articles like this one and the resources below. But the best way to learn about what actually works for you is to experiment. That said, I would recommend the following resources. Martin Burkhan's site on the Lean Gains version of intermittent fasting is great. You can find it here. If you're looking for a few articles to start with, I would recommend this one, this one, and this one. And there are just all the links. I will link, um, as I've actually uh, just did the last three times, actually, I guess. Um, I will link. I will link the link. I will. I will link the site. So the article that I'm going through at the time. I'm gonna link them down in the description so you can check them out so you can so you don't have to search for it. Andy Morgan has also created an excellent site that covers the Lean Gates model of intermittent fasting, which you can find here. It particularly I particularly like his method of counting macros instead of counting calories, which you can read about here. That said, I don't count anything, I just eat. Me neither. There's a very active forum on Reddit where people post their own progress with the Lean Gain style of intermittent fasting. So you can check it out here. Brad Pillen wrote a good book on intermittent fasting called Eat, Stop, Eat, which you can buy here. And finally, John Berardi's report on intermittent fasting is a great example of testing the ideas in practice, so you can download it here. That's, uh, that's intermittent fasting in a nutshell. And then there's also the free bonus site. I created an intermittent fasting quick start guide with a summary of the benefits of intermittent fasting and three fasting schedules you can use depending on your goals. It is a quick five-page PDF you can save and reference later as you try this yourself. So click here to get the free guide or the guide for free. So yeah, um, this has been a little a longer episode. I do just notice that my talking was just pretty shit today. I know my English was pretty shit today. 
but I'm not gonna judge myself. I'm still learning things. Therefore, I'm reading shit. Therefore, I'm talking. Therefore, I'm just listening to shit. And I think it's gonna be better. Maybe just have to read more. Could actually be the case. Or could actually be helping. But yeah, um, this is actually it with the Intermittent Fasting Guide. Quick guide, quick beginner's guide um, from James Clear. It's been an amazing article. As quite always, you know, I've just really used uh, to it. But yeah, I wish you the best health, wealth, happiness and success. And I also hope that you're going to remind yourself on how you're going to be remembered. Which means, yeah... Uh, your legacy basically but the thing is something that I always want to point out which I've forgotten in the first few uh, months <laughs> is that we can't make everyone happy you know we really can't you know we can only serve a few people and still we can do a great job just you know being liked by a lot of people just being the best version which leads then to just getting liked or being liked by others but yeah I see you the next time. Thank you very much for listening and watching. I love you. I see you. I meet you. Maybe, hopefully. Would be great. Would really be great.